Now, joining me in the studio this morning is the Assistant Chief Fire Officer, Joshua Fisher. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Mate, did you get any sleep last night? I've managed to get a couple of hours, but uh, no, busy <laughs> night for our members. It was an incredibly busy night from what I can gather. I've seen plenty of photos sent through to us here at the station. Just how many fires did you guys get called out to? So if we look at the permitted time period where fireworks could be let off by the public, so between 6pm and 11pm, we responded to three 313 grass fires throughout the Northern Territory. But if we look at our total figures, which includes yesterday and right up until this morning, uh, it's 393 uh, grass fires we've responded to in 24 hours. 393, did you say? That's correct. 393. That's a phenomenal number of grass fires. How big are we talking in some of these cases? Like, are they small kind of shrub fires or are they ones that take quite a bit of space? Well, there was two uh, sort of grass fires of significance yesterday. So we had Socoli in the area of Rostonia Avenue and south of Lambrick Avenue and a grass fire south of Tiger Brennan Drive which resulted in the closure of Tiger Brennan Drive for a period of time. Uh, they were our two critical incidents and they were about 40 hectares and 30 hectares in size. Um, and keep in mind that might sound small uh, but in the context that they're in a peri-urban environment around Palmerston that's pretty significant. Some of the photos that I've seen they don't like it doesn't look as though the fires are all that far away from property. Um, I don't know whether that sort of, you know, that is correct or not. Were they far away from homes? No, they were, they were right in behind homes and property uh, right throughout uh, everywhere that we responded to. Um, so our volunteers, our career staff, our auxiliaries and track station workers uh, in more regional remote areas of the Northern Territory have done a significant job in keeping to- territory and safe. How many, how many fireys and volunteers were working last night? So for the Fire and Rescue Service, we're looking at about 200 members overall. So that includes our career firefighters in our urban centres and our auxiliaries and our volunteers uh, throughout Northern Territory in our 26 locations. So how on earth, when you've got that number of staff and you're almost double, like the number of fires is almost double the number of staff you've got, how on earth do you get to everything? Uh, it's certainly uh, juggling priorities and trying to get to the most important fire that we can with the intel that we have available. Um, they certainly uh, had a very, very busy night and you know, hats off to them. Uh, our fire service, you know, we, we're a very small fire service in, in terms of our jurisdictional size. You know, we, we don't have a large uh, body of members and to attend you know, 393 fires in a 24-hour period is, is significant and I don't think there's another jurisdiction that could keep up with that demand and have the same results. How does that compared to previous years. So if we look at 2019 for the same reporting period, it was 219 fires between 1st of July and 2nd of July. So we're not even through 2nd of July yet and we're at 393, so a significant increase. And so would you attribute that to the fact that it has obviously happened later in the year and the conditions are drier, I'm assuming? Well, I think if we take into the context that we had above average rainfall, so we went into this fire season with above normal bushfire potential uh, through to, to the end of August, uh, we had in some areas of that urban environment a decrease in the amount of planned uh, fuel reduction burning that was achieved uh, before it got too dangerous to do so and then the fact that we've had fireworks in the landscape and it has resulted in ignitions. Now are all of those fires under control now? Yeah at this time they are under control. We've got uh, an enhanced level of crew in again today to monitor those fires particularly the two in um, in Palmerston. We're also still undertaking an investigation with regards to a suspicious rubbish bin fire uh, in Yarrawonga which 
did damage a building. So there's an investigation there. And I also should mention that not only did we attend to those grass fires, we also had uh, an additional 24 rubbish bin fires, uh, five reported structure fires, a hazmat job here in Darwin, uh, as well as automated fire alarms, smoke complaints and a road crash rescue to contend with during the evening. Mate, I've got to tell you, I was keeping an eye on that uh, on the incident map last night and to be really blunt about it, I was thinking, holy shit, how are our fireys going to be able to get to everything? Like, how are you guys managing everything? It looked like it was phenomenally busy. Um, in terms of... Um, we know that no-one was injured, right? Yeah. Um, so we, we managed to keep people safe in that sense. Uh, people weren't injured. What about when it comes to those structures? Were there Was there much damage um, to property or to structures? The only reported damage that we have is with that um, suspicious rubbish bin fire. So it, it's a real testament to our professional crews, both our career and our volunteers that have worked extremely hard in that you know, five-hour period, but continued right until 2am this morning. And then our, our normal crewing that have contended with further grass fires uh, through the early hours today, you know, it's a real hats off and, and credit to them. Mm. Uh, you know, our uh, rural volunteers through Humpty Doo, Virginia, Bees Creek, Howard Springs, Coupinia, you know, they spent the majority of their time in Palmerston assisting our career members in combating the large number of fires that we had in the Palmerston region. Honestly, I think the whole community is just thinking to themselves this morning, thank goodness for our fireys, for all of those volunteers, thank goodness for the work that you guys did overnight to keep everybody safe and to ensure that nobody's homes were lost, uh, that even when those fires got close to properties in Palmerston, um, that everything was done to make sure that everybody stayed safe. So like you said, and I'll repeat it, real hats off to all of our fireys, to all of you for ensuring that that was the case. A hundred percent, you know, it's, um, you know, our volunteers and our staff are a, a testament to our service and uh, the effort that they put in last night is, uh, you know, can't be understated. Uh, it was really tough. They were very, very busy. Uh, they went from fire to fire and they've done so professionally and have uh, kept ter- uh, Territorian safe. Now with that uh, that fire in Yarrawonga, was there... Was there their extensive damage or how how bad was that fire? It's damaged to the outside of the building at this time um, but uh, with police they're reviewing the circumstances of that and hopefully we'll be able to uh, determine that cause and hopefully some follow-up uh, action as a result. Have people been fairly well behaved in terms of um not continuing to let off fireworks after 11 o'clock last night? Look, I was in the city operating from uh, our incident management team and, you know, I certainly did see fireworks uh, continue to be let off on the skyline looking north over Darwin. Uh, Unfortunately, there were a number of uh, sort of matters that police did attend to in Darwin City with respect to sort of isolated reports of misuse of fireworks so namely people uh, you know letting off fireworks out of moving vehicles uh, towards you know buildings and objects so really you know stuff that is just not acceptable uh, it's a privilege to use fireworks and to celebrate the way that we do here in Northern Territory and people need to respect that um, unfortunately we also did have a couple of fires that uh, we've investigated ahead of the 6pm t- start time uh, where at this point in time it looks like they were caused by fireworks uh, and I know that uh, at this time one individual has been uh, issued an infringement for that. Uh, they let off a firework on their property ahead of the 6pm time frame and it subsequently caused a fire which our members responded to. Hey, with those bin fires, like is that, why uh, do people let them off in, why do people let them off in bins or what's the go with that? Well, I think most of it can be attributed to people generally trying to pick up their rubbish. Oh, uh, radio. And I think it's just that they actually haven't cooled them down, they haven't put water on them, they haven't waited for them to, you know, uh, the heat to go out of them and subsequently it, it causes it an ignition in the bin. Yeah, right. Um, how are all of you guys feeling this morning? How are our fireys feeling? Is everyone pretty exhausted? Oh, most definitely. Uh, you know, those members that were on last night, they'll be 
pretty well tired. Uh, they'll be resting today, uh, but they'll be keen to get back out there and keep Territorians safe again on their next shift. Well, on behalf of all of the Territory, everyone who listens to the show, thank you and thank all of your teams, all of your volunteers for all of the hard work that you put in last night. Um, I know you must have been absolutely run off your feet. Um, looking at some of those fires, uh, I know that the residents that live nearby would be so incredibly grateful for the work that you did. Thank you. We appreciate it. Now, uh, well, thank you very much for still taking the time to come in and talk to us this morning, even though you've been working all night. So, Josh, thank you. <laughs> thank we you. appreciate it.